So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 43, letting go of loneliness. I grew up alone a lot. Now, once I was about eight years old, that was when my sister was up and out of the house. And my mom was either out as a real estate agent showing places or on dates most of the time, particularly as I got older. You know, around eight, there were still the occasional babysitter that would come in on those nights. But increasingly, it was time alone. I think they called it a latchkey kid in the 70s and 80s. And I had to find ways to deal with feeling lonely or feeling alone, keeping the TV on for company, all of that sort of stuff. But as I got older, this was what led into that time in my 20s where I just wanted quantity of connection instead of quality and depth. Our discomfort and fear of being alone, my my restlessness, my anxiousness around that feeling of, of aloneness feeling bad instead of deeply still satisfying and connecting were what led me to look outside myself to try to reassure that fear. It took a lot of emotional healing work and some spiritual work and, uh, and other things, therapists, coaches, and many other types of practitioners and self-improvement in the nine environments of my life for me to become a more content person with myself so that being alone didn't feel lonely, so that it began to feel like time where I could connect to my own needs, feed myself in different ways, go deeper into feeling connected to me. You may relate if you've ever come out of a draining relationship or marriage where there's a time where you really want to celebrate being with yourself at first, but then quite often our fear of loneliness can return. Like my client, Sarah, who this was why she raced into relationships and got into the fantasy of new guys because of that that fear, that hole inside, that empty spot that she was trying to fill. You know, in her childhood, she hadn't had that unconditional love from her mom or that steady male figure that was connective and emotionally available. So she had that anxiety, despite being confident and successful in other parts of her life, in her career, loneliness was like an anchor dragging her to the bottom of the ocean. It made her overlook red flags with guys because she was starving. How discerning are you? of the quality of the food you put in your mouth when you're starving. Not so much. You're willing to eat things you normally wouldn't eat if you felt well-fed, well-nourished, and if you knew there was plenty of food around. Loneliness is a lot like hunger in that way. It's our depletion of getting our need for love and acceptance met. It's also our fear that it won't get met which can lead to binge eating or eating anything, dating anyone, 
a fear of leaving a person that's not healthy for you. Loneliness is our fear that we are not good enough and that we won't find that person. That we're going to die alone. Loneliness is the thing that is sabotaging your relationship now or keeping you out of relationships. Sometimes when we've been through enough dating pain, we can choose loneliness as a form of feeling like we have some control over the disappointment of the process. Even though it was your loneliness that starved you into making bad decisions with partners or kept you from fully expressing your needs and boundaries with partners or kept you tolerating crappy partners, even though loneliness caused all of your problems in this area, Sometimes we'll decide to go all in on being alone because it feels better if we think we're choosing it at least than if we're trying to, to not be alone and just can't seem to get it done. But that's another form of settling. And remember, we don't do that around here and neither did Sarah. So with Sarah, we used some of the modalities we talk about in the framework, the framework where we identify what is that inner goal for her was feeling loved and connected, feeling okay, feeling happy, feeling even joyful with herself, but not by defining it as I'm better off alone or I don't need anyone. We helped Sarah learn how to meet her own emotional needs and it began to improve everything for her. Her grown kids, instead of avoiding her, leaning away from her, like, oh God, she wants more of our time. Instead of reluctantly coming over or feeling like they were treating Sarah like she was clingy, they began to want to see her, They'd invite her over more for dinner. They could lean in because she wasn't starved and trying to grab at them to get those needs met. She stopped expecting others to meet her needs. She started to learn how to feed herself love through some of the tools that we gave her, like my Love Worthy Toolkit, among other things. By doing the work on those inner environments and then making sure her outer environments were taken care of and giving her some skills to make sure that she showed up in the right way with other people, she stopped giving herself away to the wrong men. She stopped waiting for her ship to come in and began to really love her life now. Being alone was no longer a negative, horrible thing. It wasn't her fear of loneliness that drove all of her decisions. It wasn't the pain of being alone. It was the enjoyment of connecting with herself in all of her environments to be the woman who she knew she could be. So better quality men started to be attracted to her, not just the ones who wanted to use her or avoid her. She stopped chasing in the same way and just became an attractive source for healthy men who also weren't emotionally needy or abusive or unavailable. Instead, the kind of men she attracted were ones who had something to offer because she had something to offer. She wasn't sad underneath. She was walking around joyfully emitting that light that we radiate. Pretty soon she met her guy and her and her guy hit it off and fell in love in a few months and decided to move in together. But she was living with a guy because she was okay living on her own. 
not making a point of saying she wanted to keep living on her own, and also not saying, God, I wish I didn't live on my own. Letting go of loneliness is the absolute key in order to allow more love into our life. You can't attract more love from a sense of lack of love, from a painful wound, an empty spot. What is your relationship with yourself when you're alone? What does the idea of spending the holidays alone bring up? A New Year's Eve on your own. It's a great test. One of our friends fell in love and got married for the first time in her life, only after she was healthy enough to spend New Year's Eve on her own and not feel sad, but also not make up for it by, it's my date night, I'm just gonna lavish me, 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 which is a wonderful phase. But it was the New Year's Eve when she said, I don't need to make up for it either because there's no pain to compensate for. I'm fine, it's great. I'm gonna stay in and enjoy doing this, this, and this. And within three months, she had met an amazing man and married him. What's your relationship? when you spend time with yourself. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help 1 million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.